Welcome to the Walt Disney World Big Q, your podcast for Walt Disney World Big Questions. I'm Jesse Biseglia, ready to talk. Here's the Big Q for today. What is the most non-Disney experiences in Disney? So what things created by Disney, intentional things that happen in Disney World, are really uh, just not, they're not Disney. Um, so don't, don't take this as an anti-Disney discussion at all, because when I go to Disney, this is, this is what I want. I want to be in the Disney bubble. I'm bought into it 100%. Give me Disney in my face. Uh, so when some things come up that aren't quite 100% Disney-esque, they, I think they could be changed. You know, I want 100% Disney in my face. So Disney does some things that just aren't quite 100% Disney. But this is fully, you know, take this as a love letter to everything Disney. I want to stay inside that Disney bubble when I'm on vacation. So I love everything, except these couple things that I talk about. Um, and again, they're things created by Disney. So we're not talking about, oh, when the guests do this or when, 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 the, when nature does this or whatever. But this is... Things like uh, it could be an attraction, could be a show, could be a structure, could be an event, could be a place. Something that Disney World created that I just think is not is not so Disney World-esque. Uh, so it's just me talking today. So instead of my top three, I'm going to double it do my top six. The top six non-Disney things in Disney World. Here we go. Number six is a place, is an eatery, an eating establishment that I've eaten at one time. And I was younger, and I, 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 will, I will say that I think there was an Indian menu, an Indian item on the menu that persuaded me to eat there. Wasn't happy that I ate there, and, and in the years since, I've got less and less respect for this place because it's not well-themed. It's in Hollywood Studios, and you, it's kind of, it's, it's, the, well, it's themed, but it's themed to the ABC network. And I know Disney owns ABC, but it's two different things. It's the ABC Commissionary, where you go in and you eat. You walk in there, and it's ABC all over. It's not Disney World, it's ABC, and they're two different things. And apart from kind of being a little bit themed towards the ABC network, really, it's a mall food court. You're eating in a mall food court. You see ads for ABC TV shows here and there on the walls. You don't see that kind of stuff out in the park, because out in the park is Disney. In the ABC Commissionary, it's ABC Mall Food Court, and it's not special. It's just some posters on the wall. It's a crappy menu. It's, 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 it's food court atmosphere. It's food court quality food. It's not good. It sucks. Uh, it's not somewhere I'll eat again unless they give it an upgrade. Theme it something a little more Disney would be good. Uh, the place is no good. That's my number six non-Disney thing in Disney. Number five is one that I've, I'm starting to feel more passionate about this one as we go. Um, I love Disney transportation. Monorails, boats, buses, bring it all on. Any of these, uh, you know, transportation modes, it feels very Disney. Of course, the monorails, probably the top tier, really feels Disney. The boats are great. They feel like Disney a lot too. The buses, 
the buses feel like Disney too, because it's that Disney feel. I like the smell of the buses. I like the sight of the buses as they're coming toward you, especially when you're waiting for that Epcot bus. There it is. It lights up. Bam, Epcot. Oh, baby, it's awesome. I love the electronic banners on top of the buses. I love the look of the buses. Don't love the advertisements inside the buses. That The banner's up on top, so you're sitting there, you know, You've, they've got a captive audience. Everyone's sitting in those buses. Look, turn your head up. Look, you see these banners, like mini billboards up there. And it's just for stuff that's really not not Disney World. It's going to be an ad for um, for a show on ABC, or it's going to be an ad for some some junk on Disney on the Disney Channel, or some garbage like that. And it's not. It it, it doesn't help grab you into the Disney bubble like the audio does. The audio on the bus is great. They theme it. It's Disney. And when you pull up to the Magic Kingdom, they play the Mickey Mouse March. And when you pull up to the Hollywood Studios, they play the Hollywood song or whatever. That does a great job of pulling you into the bubble. These ads are like, hey, guess what? There's a crappy world out there with, with no good TV shows. Who cares? Garbage. There's a couple signs that are okay. The Timon and Pumbaa ads are the most enjoyable ones because they kind of relate to safety in Disney World. So at least it reminds you, hey, I'm in Disney World. You don't want to be reminded that, hey, Modern Family's on when I go back home to my horrible life because you're not worried about Modern Family. You're worried about your wishes, something better going on tonight. But the Timon and Pumbaa ones are okay. Um, there's ads for Disney Springs, too, which uh, is okay, but it still really feels like an advertisement, like go here and go spend money. So it still kind of sucks. My point is, how good would it be if they had themed advertisements for Disney World entities, fake advertisements, an advertisement for like uh, Thunder Mountain Rock Blasting Company, or come stay at the Hollywood Tower Hotel, or, you know, uh, ride the Tomorrowland Transit Authority for all your robot, humanoid, or alien passenger transportation needs. That would get me ready to go into the parks. And maybe each bus is themed towards a certain park. And there's the bus with all the like Epcot-themed ads on there. It would make the bus rides feel a lot more like an attraction. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go home and watch ABC because there's an ABC ad out there. I'm, I'm thinking about Disney World. I want things that's gonna help add to my trip, add to my current experience of being in Disney World. Ads on the buses. I'm gonna go to my number four. Number four is something that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to go to this place within Disney World on the property as a whole. Uh, I did it. And I was underwhelmed, and I kind of built it up a little too much into my head as a magical place. Most people, I'm sure, have not been here. It is the town of celebration. What a great idea. You know, Disney made a theme park. Disney didn't quite make Epcot the way Walt wanted Epcot. So, hey, they, they sort of did it. Town of celebration. You know, this nice, fancy, gated community, all these great experiences, high-end, high, high end, you know, shops and Disney stuff. And I said to myself a few years ago, I want to see it. You know, it was, the, it was the holiday season, so I know they make it snow there in Times Square. I wanted to be part of this Disney experience that only the people who live there really are part of. I said, let, let, let me do it. So I forget what I did. We had to get a cab or something, or this was before Uber, so I forget how we got there. We got there. I went into some shops. They were just fancy-pantsy, pay-a-lot-of-money shops. 
We saw some of the houses. They were houses, whatever. We saw the Christmas snow coming down type of party, and it just, it just didn't have a Disney feel. And to know that you were on Disney World property, to know that a short car ride away was the Magic Kingdom or, you know, all, all these resorts, you just didn't feel part of that. You felt like part of this town, you know, it, it looked nice, you know, it, it didn't have a real Disney feel to it. The Disney logos weren't all over these shops. It was, it was, you know, brand name shops and the people there were just whatever richos who, who, who live in a nice place. It didn't really bring in the Disney feel at all. We left. I'll never go there again. Couldn't wait to get out of there. And it made getting back into a Disney park that much sweeter. Just to be back and oh man, you know, back home for the rest of my vacation. So the town of celebration. I mean, I'll live there. You know, I'm not. I'm not against it. I think it's a great idea, and it, it would be awesome to live there. But it's not Disney, and it doesn't add to a Disney vacation. Uh, that's number four. I got three more. We're rolling. We're going. Uh, number three is another place that I've been to once, and I never went again. Probably never will go again. This place is probably fine for some people. But it's probably fine for the people who really aren't Disney-minded, really aren't sold out to Disney World like you or I. Um, it is on the boardwalk, and it's one of the eateries on the boardwalk. It is, I have written in my notes, ESPN Club Dump. I think it's called ESPN Club Disney, technically. But it's the ESPN bar on the boardwalk. And I'll tell you, the doorway to this place is like an exit portal from Disney. You take you take one step into this restaurant, and it's just sports, booze, junk. You know, it's 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 every sports bar. You know, the food is garbage. It's wings and nachos and whatever. There's TVs all over. the 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 decor is is bland. It's sports, and right outside the door is all this great themed architecture to the boardwalk environment and there's um crescent lake and all these great buildings to see and these other uh establishments ice cream places pizza places that are well themed and this is just branded espn oh come on drink booze watch sports you know i'll do that outside of disney world but it, when you're in disney world you want more of a theme than drunk sports guy is not fun it's, it's like any old place you'll find the name. You know, go to Buffalo Wild Wings, whatever. That place is junk as well. ESPN Club Dump, ah, not worth doing. Not worth doing. Um, I got two more. And both of these two, oh, man, I feel, I feel strongly about these two. And uh, the second one is not a sway. It's, it's, it's a little more in general. The second most non-Disney thing that happens in Disney World. Um, if I want to speak in general, I would, I, I gotta say the drunk person culture in the nations, in Epcot. But I know that's kind of thing that people do, and that's sort of against the rules. So to narrow it down, because I can't blame people, uh, you know, uh, to narrow it down, I'm going to say food and wine, or more specifically, what food and wine has become, because I don't like it as much as I used to. Um, I went to food and wine when I was younger, when it was a new thing. It used to be small and cute and unique, and it was 
off to the side. There were some stands off to the side. And I remember one or two dollars per dish when it started. So it was this off to the side thing, not expensive. Oh, what's that? Oh, a little bit of fried rice. I'll pay a dollar. I'll try it. Okay, now I'm going to keep going. You know, now I'm going to go go to o Canada or check out American Adventure, whatever. And over the years, it's grown into something that's just not as good. It's overpriced. It's slammed in your face everywhere. The crowds line up. It's You can't even navigate the nations because these lines for these stands are all over the place, and it's turned into more booze than anything else. From my perspective, people are waiting for wine. People are waiting for beer, and that creates the Epcot drinking culture that exists anyway, but it is super concentrated during food and wine. And get those drunk people out of Epcot. Uh, come on. Uh, do you need booze to have fun when you're in the most magical place in the world? If you got a drink when you're in Epcot, you're doing something wrong. You shouldn't be there. You should be out in, out in some dive bar drinking. Uh, I just don't like it. It, it, the, the people um, are bothersome. They're, they can be loud. They can drunk people in general. I don't want them here. It crowds the place and it creates for just a, an unappetizing atmosphere. Now, maybe my view is a little bit um, this way because I, I'm not a person who drinks, don't enjoy alcohol. So, all right, maybe I'm biased because of that a little bit. Whatever. But you know what? Get the drunk people out of Epcot. And it's even infiltrating Flower and Garden a little bit, which is even worse because I love Flower and Garden for what it is. But now they got the outdoor kitchen, and it's basically little food and wine stands. Flower and Garden, nah, I, I want to see the topiaries. I want to go through the, the butterfly garden, you know, buy my Flower and Garden pin. I don't need more kiosks with more drunkos waiting in line to get beer. Get the beer out of Epcot. I mean, okay, you, you can have a little bit. They got a little bit. You know, you can get it at, at Magic Kingdom here and there, I believe, and maybe in uh, Gaston's Tavern, whatever. But it's there's too much of it. And the drinking around the world has become like a thing. And that's fine, I guess. But it's just when people get drunk and in my way, ah, get them out of here. It's not Disney. It is just, it's, it's, it's college party night. And that's not what I come for Disney World for. Going to finish it up. Number one. So, um, I don't like, what was it here? I don't like the ABC Commissionary. I don't like the ads on the bus. I don't like the Town of Celebration. I don't like ESPN Club Dump. And I don't like food and wine being all boozed up in Epcot. But, what I don't like even more, and this is a simple thing. I think it's a little bit more of a rare, more of a rare thing, which is, which is good. But when this happens, it instantly just takes me out of Disney. And it reminds me, oh yeah. There's a world out there that doesn't compare to what I'm, what I thought I was living right here. But wow, I forgot about all this real stuff out there. And the part that really bugs me is that people enjoy this. I guess I mean same thing with drinking around the world. People love doing that. So whatever, it's not my cup of tea at all. And this in Disney World is not my cup of tea. And it's when they play popular music, current music in the parks. Ha. Ah. It just just makes my head hang low when this happens. Uh, usually, you're in Disney World. You know, what's going on? You got, depending on where you are, you have area music 
that helps bring you in to the theming of where you are. You know, you're at Liberty Square. You got this patriotic music going on. You're in Frontierland. You got banjos and fiddles going on, and it, and it adds to the atmosphere so much. I'm a musical person, and the music really just brings you in there. So when you're in Tomorrowland, you want to hear this this futuristic type of music. You don't want to hear, uh, you know, Stitch's galactic travesty bonanza playing party rock anthem or whatever they're doing. Playing these, you know, there's some kind of Stitch party. I don't know if it's still going on or not, but Stitch did some dance party and the Incredibles come out. And they just dance to music that's that's just top 40 music, pop music. Not Disney music, music that people like. And I like this music when I'm outside of Disney World. I'll put it on the radio and I'll enjoy it. But not in Disney World. And that's, I go to other theme parks and instead of area music, they play pop music. They play pop music. And I think, how, you know, how lucky am I to have a place like Disney World that doesn't stoop to this? Because I feel like it's a cheap move. It's like, oh, you know, what are these tourists like? Eh, you know, Katy Perry. All right, put her, put her on the, put her on the loudspeakers, and they fall for it. it, it it's a lesser um, theme park, whatever. You can't do that at Disney. And I know they don't. It's 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 individual events only when this happens. But, you know, you'll hear pop, popular music at Disney Springs here and there. You'll hear it at Stitch's Party. And um, they also play it on New Year's. I, I recently watched a YouTube video. It, just, it was just people's home video. And I was just watching it, not for any reason. But it was New Year on, on Main Street. And I guess as the countdown, getting ready for the fireworks or whatever, they're playing songs like Journey and, you know, um, Lady Gaga. I don't know. Garbage songs like that. Popular songs. And... The people who were filming this video, they liked it. And they sang along. And I'm like, what are these guys doing? I mean, I just I guess it's just how different of a person I am, but I feel like people who are really appreciative of the details in Disney World would not like the fact that Journey or Lady Gaga is blaring on Main Street for, for any reason. It, it, it's it's New Year's, big deal. Play some play, play some Disney music. Play some Marion music. I I don't know. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. But I can't do anything about it. And it's not gonna stop me from going to Disney World. So wah, what are you gonna do? You gonna you gonna complain about it on a podcast? I guess. Those are my top six. Those are the things when I'm in Disney. These things kind of take me out of the Disney experience a little bit. I thought about putting on, uh, what was I doing? I was going to put the, the, the games of skill on the boardwalk on the list because it just seems like your average cookie cutter, run of the mill, try and rip you off, uh, you know, carnival games. But I did some Google image searching. I looked at them and really they are themed. It's the theme of the boardwalk, so I'm not mad at those games. I've never played them, but they work for where they are and for what they are. You know, if anything, something to, to see that adds to the visual uh, theming of the area. So those are good. Other than that, other than these six things, everything in Disney World is the greatest thing ever. So, hey, only six issues. If you've got some issues you want to air out, oh, let's go. Let's do it. Uh, check check out our page on Facebook, WDWBigQ on Facebook. You can email us, WDWBigQ at gmail.com. Let us know what's going on. Let us know what you think. What do you hate? What do you love? Who knows? Who cares? We'll see you next time. 
And now a segment from a song called Disney World by Jack Pearson from the year 1990. There came a short pause as we knelt by the bed. I opened up one eye and my little girl said, Daddy, Jesus said he'd prepare a place for us to be where there's no more sorrow and no misery. But it came as a shock, Dad, how was I to know that he built the whole place down in Orlando? Orlando. 